0: Hello, this is Xanathia, and this is what happened last time. In the Woods End Cathedral, we battled a giant shadow fiend and the bishop, Asher Wolnir. In the end, allies came to our aid, including Merc's estranged father, but Asher killed Lord Capius Wolnir with the corrupted blade of the Valens. Merc slew his corrupted brother, and we were immediately drawn by some unknown power back into the Shadowfell. Unable to return, we called for Lucian's aid. A celestial named Fuel brought us to the headquarters of the Filibris, a tower in the shadows of Meridor. There we met Venumbra, an avatar of the fallen goddess of magic. She explained that Asher was deceived by Fulfill, his co conspirator from the Shadowfell, and that the bishop's soul is now fueling Fulfill's staff. She said that if we deal with Feridwin, it will lead us to the hidden fortress of Fulfill. If we destroy him and his staff... We will deny the powers of Nock from those who would use them to cause further havoc in our world.
1: So Merc, you've had trouble sleeping, tossing and turning in this... Warm but colorless room. Relop, you're in a bed on the other side of the room, and he's been moving around all night.
2: Just wait for him to wake up and ask him what's going on.
3: I uh, sit up and look at Relop, and so I did it. I did the thing I set out to do, and it cost me everything. Yeah. Phil, Phil, has much to answer for, but... I honestly feel that people could judge me in the same light as if I've judged my brother and both, I failed to save the people from suffering. I failed to save the Lord from death. All because I ran. Could have stood and fought earlier.
2: At least now we've got a chance to make things right all over.
3: Do we? We can bring back Happiest. We can bring back Asher and hold him accountable for his crimes. No. I think we're past that.
2: The only way through this is through it, so.
3: Very true. Seraph, I'm keeping you awake. I just, everything's hard, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been sleeping too well either, but, uh.
3: Another casualty.
2: Looks like we're almost through this. And then back home, I guess, wherever that is.
3: Well that's an interesting question Relop. I know what I would do if this was all over. What are you
2: going to do no no been working so hard on getting through taking care of everything that needs to be done right now which thought to the future <laughs> probably go visit the Green mountains I need
3: to purify the blade that I left behind another one of my crimes
2: I think if next Battle will probably be the end of the whole quest that we have.
3: Two more for sure.
2: Then go see what the uh, twins are up to. Might you want to go knock on their door? We could just walk over to the tavern, see if they've got any stew.
3: That seems unlikely, but I'll be willing to try.
2: We'll head over to the tavern.
3: Luke and Zan, when you get
1: yourselves all equipped and put together you can hear some movement in the tower you know there's bugs skittering around so there's kind of a constant sound of that but as you turn the wrong way once or twice trying to make your way back to the central living space merc and Relop are already sitting there and they've grabbed a little bit of food this morning they're serving blood sausages some dried fruit and nuts
4: good morning you two
3: Salutations. How do you know that it's morning?
4: Puff. I don't. I didn't get any sleep last night. Looks like you guys didn't either, huh?
3: No rest for the wicked, as they say.
4: Uh, Lukan
1: sits down and starts to have breakfast. Is the number around? She isn't immediately, but just about the time that you see Holg working his way in, on the other side of the room comes that big... White Elemental and behind him comes Venumbra and she goes over to the counter and sits down. whole so, you see them all sitting there eating
5: Yeah, I actually feel pretty well rested so I'm going to go collect a plateful of sausages sit down next to Lucan and so what are we doing today?
4: Well? Pretty sure we're going to do some hunting, right? I think Veridwen is the target, if I remember correctly. Let's get this done once and for all,
0: right? Yeah, I'd like to not have to worry about her ever again. Yeah, I agree.
5: Right, so we're just going to go ahead and just (laughs) find her, stab her, go home.
4: Well, then we have to go hunt down Fothill as well. Destroy him and the staff. We're hoping destroying one will lead to the other. So make sure you eat well, because who knows when the next time we'll have a good meal. If you can call this good. And then he flicks a bug off the table. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Hulk's going to go ahead and look at his plate one more time and go back and get a refill. <laughs> Murk, how are you holding up?
3: Murk has just been staring off at a wall and absolutely says, Well, I would say terrible, but... Uh, doesn't really describe it.
4: The con pats him on the back. Says, I'm sorry, man. You did what had to be done. Did I? Seems like every
3: time it comes down to taking somebody out, I always make the wrong choice. I should have killed Ferdwin and made sure she stayed dead. And I should not have killed Asher.
4: Well, you made the decision the best you could at that time. And we also failed to see that we should have killed fair to him back then, too. Evil does a lot of tricky things, and they tricked us a few times.
3: Yeah, I would <laughs> say that we're losing this. one got her way and um and Fothell got his way, and what's in?
4: Well, hopefully, we can win this now, so they can't do anything else in the future. Maybe we can tie up the score. There's a difference between losing and lost.
0: We haven't lost yet.
4: Very good point.
2: Do we have any idea where
1: the guy is? They're going to lead us their direction. The number comes over from the counter there. She's got a couple mugs of that broth that they handed you last night. She's sipping on one. She says, we can send you to the mirror tree. That's where you'll find Faradwin. We'll put you in a close proximity. You've got a compass, correct? Xan will pull out the light stone. That would give directions. In the Shadowfell. She waves her hand over it. Some sort of rune appears on the stone and then dissolves into it and it goes white again. We'll get you close and then you just need to follow the symbol. It'll lead you when you're close. Sounds good.
2: Is there anywhere around here, like a mountainous region that need ice?
1: Ice? you going to make a copy of yourself, are you? You come with me and we'll... We'll see about that ice. You walk through a doorway relapse and sort of a flash, and suddenly you're standing on kind of a crater, mountaintop. It's dark above you. There's some stars in the sky, and it's very cold, just sort of shocking out of nowhere. And she's standing next to you, and she puts her finger on the lake, which was already icy, but when she does that, it just spreads across the lake and solidifies it. She starts walking out over it.
2: Pull out a dagger and slowly start chipping away at the uh, ice. About uh, 12 hours later, I finish the uh, <laughs> spell. <laughs> and uh, an exact replica of myself gets up, rail up, reel up. <laughs> you ready to do this? Sure. Why not? Then we can take care of the other stuff later. Well, yeah, obviously, other stuff later, but right now, your friend needs you. I know. That's why I brought you here. Then we both look up at her and. Is there any chance we could get a ride back?
1: She shakes her head and she says, This is why I took an interest you in the first place. You see this flash again. It's been about five minutes, guys, and they come walking in. Two relops. Lucan says, Oh, uh, welcome back, Venebra.
4: And uh, welcome back, relop. And welcome back, evil relop. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs>
2: Look what I made.
4: <laughs> well, what is
5: this?
2: What's well, better than one relop? Two relops.
5: That's <laughs> amazing. Oh, Hold up. So you're both identical? Yes. I'm going to try to push both of them over.
1: They both fall over. In very similar ways. Wait, do you both feel the same pain?
2: Well, I, I, no.
4: One way to find out. Uh, draw a sword. No. <laughs> Does one have an evil scar across the face or anything like that?
2: Nope. It looks <laughs> exactly the same.
4: Oh. So why don't you just make duplicates of all of us but Holg? That would be great.
2: <laughs> that would be great. I can only maintain one copy.
4: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we finished up breakfast. You guys all ready to go? Or lunch or dinner or whatever you want to call it? Are we having to wait for a guide or a guiding party? They're going to teleport us
0: there, I believe, perhaps. She says, when you're ready to go. The number, may I have a word with you when you have a moment?
1: Yes. What can I help you with? So
0: take her a little ways away from the group. The elemental, you know, is sort of like right with you. Of course. Totally fine.
5: (laughs) As I see them walking away, I'm going to reach in my pack and I'm pulling out a piece of paper and I'm going to write a number two on it and stick it on Relop. <laughs> <laughs> which one? The closest one to me.
3: <laughs> How do you know that's not the original?
5: Doesn't matter to me.
3: It matters to me.
5: Well, then you can look for the identifying marks.
3: How hard can this be? Relop, which one of you is the original? up. <laughs>
1: It's the one with the note on him.
5: Perfect.
0: <laughs> so when we get a suitable distance away, Zan's going to ask her specifically, you're an avatar of Venifer, correct? That's what they call us. I have met others like you, I think. They called themselves Shadows of Gods. Is that what you are
1: as well? It's a term that gets thrown around. Shadows of their former self in the plains came across a
0: celestial cave of some sort guarded by a vulture or a bird that seemed angelic are you familiar with this place the rock not far from here they spoke to me through an image of me exactly as i am stand before you what does that mean it means that some of this has been preordained some I mean, every stitch of clothing, every weapon I'm armed with, all of it was right in front of me. Am I becoming a god? Am I supposed to die
1: here like this? I don't understand what that means. You are serving as champions for this cause. As I mentioned last night, it couldn't be champions of Lucian or of Pyrian or of Viridi. It needed to be a mix with different strengths, and you have continued to need to take a stand against evil, and it looks as though we're headed that way. And as far as your, forgive me, but I have good ears, as far as your concerns or or your friend's concerns over there about whether Faradwin should have been killed in the cathedral, you couldn't have killed Faradwin in the cathedral. You needed blessings from the gods, which you've earned along the way. It could be that that armor you wear is one of the blessings, or the sword you carry, or the cloak you don. Beyond that, you all have blessings that you cannot see, but they will show themselves as you take your stand.
0: I've always had trouble with any part of my life being predestined or ordained. I wanted to have some sort of choice in the matter.
1: You always have a choice.
0: I'm standing here exactly as they showed me then. I'm having difficulty
1: believing that's true. If it gives you any comfort, time for many of us is relative. Maybe they just saw you here now. She'll just nod to that. Thank you. And just make her way past her. She takes a sip of her broth. Kind of has a little bit of a grin. She sometimes seems amused when you don't think she should be.
4: Now that Relop is all labeled, are we ready?
3: I am ready. Well, you see, me the one that's not ready, so... Are you ready?
0: The time is now whether I'm ready or not. We're doing this. Berdwin dies
1: today. Right. We'll see. So we'll turn to Venever and tell her we're ready. Venumbra snaps her fingers, and you hear kind of a popping sound, and this white light flashes in the place. You find yourself in a dark, quiet forest. There's a little bit of a wind... But that's about it. Xan will produce the moonstone direction. So we see this cue ball come out glowing. And initially, it's the only real light, I suppose. Merc's probably got his torch going at all times, so we've probably got that kind of in the background. On the stone appears this image, and it's like a mirrored image of a tree. You can see the tree and then the reflection of the tree underneath. And then it rolls to one direction. Seems to point. Is able to kind of aim her arm in that
0: direction and look to everybody else and nod. Pull up her new sword beacon and she'll light that up, which should be extra bright. And then I'll have her shield and she'll have the cue ball in her left hand with the shield. And we'll just be using it to guide us forward.
1: Everybody sees this too with this sword. It's bright for... 30 feet, and then soft light for another 30, which is visibly more than what you're used to seeing on these swords.
3: I'll, uh, hold up destiny and say, may the flame light my path. And they will start glowing orange, and it'll also glow very brightly. It looks like this blade and forging,
1: and you start moving through the foliage. It's kind of sickly. It's not what one would call lush and there's a little bit of a mist in the air in fact the more you walk the more mist you seem to walk into and there's a few critters here and there you can hear some chittering you even hear kind of a growling off in the distance somewhere and it starts to slope downwards like you were on a hill or maybe you're walking towards a valley and it gets very sloggy and just wet your boots are all you know up to at least your ankles but there's a tree that stands out in this darkness. It's not exactly bright or lit. It's almost it has like this ethereal quality. And as you get closer, you can see that it's gigantic, like a building or a tower itself. And there's smoke coming out of a bunch of openings at the base of the tree. There's doorways in, and smoke is coming out. And there's a little bit of a light coming out as well as you get closer just little cracks in the base of this gigantic trunk
4: let's go knock feridan's door down
3: lots of tree why don't we just burn it down that works for me
4: i don't think
0: this kind of tree will burn it looks
1: ethereal only one way to find out be ready for anything so head towards the light as you get closer you can hear some sort of animal noises And you start to smell farmland smells. And you get up to the archway that we will call a doorway. And this smoke is coming out. And it's definitely smoke at this point. There was mist earlier, but this is really smoke. And you can hear pigs. Just as you get to the door, you recognize it's pigs. Are they three little pigs? Is there a wolf nearby? You think there's more than three?
3: (laughs) I am
2: the wolf. I'm going to huff and puff and blow this house down. Three laps are going to cast mage armor.
4: <laughs> uh, Hold, do you want to go sneak up and yeah. see what's inside here and see if we need to do anything with it or move on?
5: Sure thing. Let's let's go ahead and sneak on be, down.
4: Be careful. Pigs eat anything.
5: It's okay. I'll be right
1: <laughs> back. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll stealth.
5: All right, stealth is
1: 42.
5: Uh, 31.
1: Close, um, kind of. You work your way in, and you're glad you've got your necklace on that helps you with breathing because it is acrid, the smoke. And there's a uh, pigsty built into the base of this thing. They've got these sloppy mud spots, and there's little fencing, just wooden stakes. There are a couple of pit goblins tending to some of the pigs. The smoke seems to be coming from a separate chamber. These roots are coming down from the bottom of this tree and creating different spaces. And the smoke is definitely not coming from this spot. It just rolls along the ceiling and then finds its way out of all the little nooks and crannies. So once you get past the doorway, the smoke's not quite as bad because it's up on the ceiling most of it. The two pit goblins are barking at each other a little bit. One of them is making a mess of the other one, and they're just talking in goblin.
2: Okay.
5: I will work my way back to the rest of the group. All right. Looks like we've got a bunch of pigs and two pit goblins, if we even want to bother with them.
4: Hmm.
0: If we could take them out quietly, we might be able to get in
4: easier. I, I don't know. Get into where easier. Further into the tree? Sounds like there's more rooms. Are there more rooms hold were there any chambers you did not look at? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well there was like further rooms down, but I mean they're in the way first.
4: Oh, okay. Well, let's go uh take care of some pick goblets.
3: Oh no, they said they want to do it quietly. Go for sneaky people. Do your thing. I'll be back here when you're ready to be serious.
5: Okay. I, I can help. No, 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 no. it's fine. It's, I got it. I got it. I got it. Now, go back that way. Roll yourself
1: again? 32. 33. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're
4: getting closer. You're getting
1: closer. They do not seem to know that you're there, walking along the fencing and crouching down behind it.
5: Are they like within a range that I could just lash out and strike them?
1: Yeah, you can just get yourself to the other side of a fence and then just stand up and stab down. Or the slats are probably big enough to where you could reach through the fence.
5: I get on the other side of the fence, and I'm gonna just make a sound to get their attention. And when they come over, I'm just
1: roll your initiative real quick.
5: That's a seven.
1: But you're ambushing them here. Go ahead and attack, and you, and you do get sneak attack. You, you they don't know you're there.
5: So is that with advantage then? Yeah. All right. Well, I got a natural twenty, and with savage attacker, that is eighty-one points of damage.
1: Holy cow! What do you want that to look like?
5: <laughs> that is uh, me on the other side of the fence. Hey! And the goblin coming over and looking in the seams of the fence, and me just going. Huh? <coughs> <laughs> you know what you just did
1: with your crit, right? You made it so that that flamey sword is going to do even more damage on the other one.
5: <laughs>
1: because he is now vulnerable to fire. Or at least the next oh. person you stab oh. with your fiery one.
5: Okay, that's uh, AC 20. Alright, yep. That'll be 3. And then uh, the fire damage was 8. So 16. Because of the effect of the other blade, he just bursts into
1: flame. The whole body lights up, kind of quivers a little bit, and drops down, and these two pig goblins didn't even know what hit them. The pigs are kind of squintling a little bit.
5: I'm going to whistle towards the other guys down the hall and then also shuffle the pig goblins' bodies into the pig pits.
1: The pigs immediately start crunching on the one that's not still on fire. Heat up, boys! So everybody enters this room. Again, there's smoke coming through. Try okay. to hold off a cough as they enter, you know. Just see a lot of pigs. And Holg is standing there with no pit goblins immediately to be seen until you get up close to him. Everything went fine? Yeah, yeah. Pigs are fed.
0: Did you set one on fire? It smells weird in here.
5: Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Guy. Okay. A little toasty.
1: Are you standing there with your two bone (laughs) swords out?
5: Yeah. Yeah, so I'd have the the one flaming right now.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. Relop
4: duplicates himself. You duplicate your swords?
5: No, no, no. Just this one. This one's new.
4: (laughs) Wow, that's cool. Nice. Let's go stab Faradun with it.
5: Is that from (laughs) Dragon Bone? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Where did you get it? It was delivered to me last night. To the Shadowfell. Yeah, I guess those elves have one heck of a milling system. Uh, all right.
0: Uh, lead on and just point down the hallway.
5: All right. I will sheathe both my swords again and start sneaking down.
1: It's pretty clear as soon as you get around this big root that's going into the ground that there's actually a forge set up in here. And so that's where the smoke's coming from. And the forge is still lit, but. There doesn't seem to be anybody here. There's pails of iron ore, all these little buckets everywhere. It's really warm in here from the forge. Beads of sweat just immediately appear on your faces. But doesn't seem to be anybody in here, which is odd because of the fact that there's this lit forge.
5: Is there any trails on the ground or anything?
1: Make a survival check. (laughs) that's a four no worries Hulk let
4: me
5: take
1: a look I rolled a four (laughs) (laughs) you're standing there with your hand on his shoulder like I see it too Hulk I see it too (laughs) can I inspect the forge (laughs) Sure. investigation check take advantage because you actually have forge skills don't let us down Merc
3: I intend to 15 (laughs)
1: You think that this is enchanted in some way, like it must always be lit. Just the way the coals look and stuff, there's something unnatural about it. And you've started to become a little more familiar
3: with arcane fires. What did Venumbra uh, call this place again?
5: I believe she called it the Mirror Tree of
3: Arawath. Is there another half to this mirror? Or are we just in the reflection? Or do we need to be in the reflection? I do not know. Seems like everything here is magical. This fire is magical. The forge
2: is magical.
3: There's something off. Why isn't there people here?
2: You mind if I take a look at it?
3: Be my guest.
2: Just investigation?
3: Sure.
2: 16?
1: You would agree that it is enchanted and that it probably just burns all the time. You do, however, see some footprints that nobody else did. You think they're more pit goblin feet? that size anyway. There's lots of feet here. must be a workplace. But a lot of the recent ones seem to have run off quickly. There's multiple exits, and it looks like they ran out, not through the pigsty, but they ran out other
5: exits.
2: Well, do you want to take a look at these?
5: Sure, yeah. I totally saw those earlier. I just figured we would, uh, you know.
2: Yeah, I thought we were doing like a team building thing.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: Thanks for letting me point that out to you.
5: (laughs) No worries, man. I've got to keep you on your toes. Let's take a look at these tracks here. Something
1: scattered them, and they went out the other direction.
5: Oh, continue to follow them.
1: So if you go out of the tree, they go in different directions into the brush.
5: So something chased them off. Seems like it. Hmm. Let me, like... Go back and start looking around like the walls, seeing if I can find any sort of signs of what sort of fighting going on. Or... Roll another investigation. Okay. That will be a dirty 20. So you do
1: actually see some clawing. It's really hard to tell because this is all bark roots and it's a tree. If there's something a little bit off about it. It has a, a shimmer without light, if that makes sense. Like it sort of has a movement to it. So it's a little bit hard to make sense of, but you do see what seems to be some claws maybe across the top of the would-be roof. You follow it back a little bit, and you actually turn the corner towards this more centralized space. And there's a what could be described as a hallway with some water at the bottom of it. And halfway up the hallway, half submerged in the water, there's a female body laying there, shriveled and slashed up you can see that her back has been scraped and torn a little further to the left from where you're standing there actually are a couple of dead pit goblins that look like they were killed while running and there's a couple of body parts strewn about beyond them
5: well guys we are definitely not alone here
1: zan the orb that you're holding Hmm point straight at that walkway with the water
0: like it or not this is the way we're going as we go by can I identify what the parts do you have any
1: idea what species it was or what they were the woman's pretty clearly a hag she has these sunken eyes she looks kind of skeletal in her face and greenish skin can i gauge how she was killed was she just torn apart something shredded her you think there might have been claws involved yeah ribbons of flesh just torn off her back. Right, just making a note of it and moving on. So this water, you wouldn't totally submerge but to get through the hallway you're going to be about chest deep in water.
2: Do you
3: want
1: to ride? Relop? One or two.
5: Do you want to ride?
1: Relop too?
2: We'll both hop on shoulders. Uh, Hulk's
5: going to go ahead and just submerge himself and keep an eye on anything that may try to come at us underwater.
0: Zan will cast Freedom of Movement on herself and then get okay. in the water.
1: The light acts a little bit differently under this murky water. You follow along, and underneath, you're startled for a second as you think something's coming at you. It turns out to just be another body. It's another hag. This one's got eyes that are stitched shut, her mouth's in this wide-open scream, but she's floating in the water and bumps into you a little bit as you're coming through. Push it away. So this walkway rises again so you can come up out of the water you get to the top of it and there is a doorway that has been wedged shut and there's kind of a body half caught in this door so we go up and muscle it open make a strength check nine creaks open and this body gets smeared along with the door like it was halfway under the door it's this hag-like figure this frail old woman and just tears her up with this door as you open this door, you're struck with this acrid chemical smell. It's kind of an open room, and there's three different pools with this greenish, stagnant-looking water. From the ceiling, there are a about a dozen or so severed heads strung up by their hair. And again, you see a bunch of body parts. Something happened in here relatively recently where you can see like a foot laying around somewhere with blood that has since turned black and dried up probably not all that long ago but long enough for it to not be fresh and the heads actually open their eyes and start screaming as they see you and four trolls come running out of the other side from a separate room and they don't look right they are missing skin and they almost have a smoke wafting from them it's like they're rotting and sickly, and they come in just all teeth and claws and come running down the walkways between the pools at you. Go ahead and roll initiative. 21. I Eight. got
4: 21 as well.
6: Double ones, but I actually got a five. Relop and Relop? We're at two. <laughs> so all right, Lucan.
1: They are coming Screaming. Somehow or other, you can still smell them over the pools, which are already this stench coming up. You've probably right. got about a 10-foot walkway between pools from the direction that they're coming. I'm going to throw Tempest at them. At this point, they're pretty packed together. Roll to 17.
4: 17 hits? Are they going to take a uh, DC 13 dex saving throw? Two of them passed. Two of them didn't. The one that gets hit takes 26 points of damage. The ones that failed take 19 points of damage. The ones that made the save would take half that.
1: Tempest comes flying through and it creates this lightning and it fills the walkway and zaps them all. A couple of them jump off to the sides. you still got two that are in the center and the other two are going to start spreading out to try to go around the pools and maybe try to flank the group. And then Lukan... Gets his sword out glowing and puts
4: his shield up and embraces for impact.
1: Holg, you're looking at four trolls. Lucan did not get into melee like you might have been hoping.
5: Yeah. Uh, You're probably
1: somewhere in the realm of 40 feet from the trolls at the end of this walkway.
5: I'm going to follow up and just post behind Lucan. And and as soon as one gets up and engages him, I uh, will lash out then. All right. So two of them
1: charge in. Unfortunately for them, they are not going to actually be able to get to you this turn, oh, okay. They're going to be still about 10 feet from you at the end of their turn. That's two of them. The other two are going to round the pools, which means that they are 40 feet in either direction. Maybe 40 feet from each other by the end of it, just the way the pools are kind of rounding out. Xan, it's your turn. Okay,
0: the group that is packed right in front of Holg and Luke... She'll just casually toss a fireball behind them and have it envelop just those two trolls. So dexterity 18 for them. One of them passed, one of them did not. Okay, so 33 damage to the one who passed, 16 to the one who did fire damage for the trolls. And then I'll stay about 10 feet away from Lucan, and just keeping an eye on those ones that are splitting out.
1: It does actually flare up the pools a little bit, you know, because it's larger than the walkway. (laughs) This flash powder... A fact happens as whatever substance that is in the pools gets hit with fire. Merc, with Hulg hunkering down behind Lukan, you can step around him and engage with those two trolls.
3: Yeah, I'll step forward, engage them. I'm just going to swing with these giant arcing attacks, and I'm going to take the Great Weapon Mastery penalty on all of these. Uh, I'll take my first attack at the one on the right the muscles
1: on his chest are showing all the skin's been eaten away by something
3: does a 15 hit 15 does not hit i'll try to guide it back around into the next attack wow that will miss too that was a 10 and third attack what a 25 hit yes four points of fire damage and 23 points of slashing damage
1: he's got this kind of burnt smell coming from him on top of everything from the fireball. You slash in some of that chest muscle that's showing, you know, this cabled muscle that screeches out and its mouth opens up with these big teeth. Is that your turn?
2: That is my turn. All right, reel Okay. Are either of those two trolls that are circling in the pool gonna be coming to engage me, does it look like?
1: They're going to circle around these two pools, and if they get to the end of that, they'll be able to jump on Zan and the relapse. Their run is just going to get them there for their next turn.
2: And you said they're not grouped together.
1: They're both taking a separate direction around to try to flank you, but they're about 40 feet away from each other at this point.
2: We're going to cast two fireballs at one of them. So, Dex, uh, 18.
1: So, both relaps are going to focus fire on one troll?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he failed it. A lot.
2: 27 on the first one and 31 for the second one.
1: Screams out as this fire hits it and then fire hits it again. Again, you get this flash of whatever's in that pool getting set off by the fire. Creates this showy effect.
2: After I cast that, can we move further back toward where we were?
1: To the entrance of the place? Yeah. At the doorway? Sure.
2: Yep. Cool. Thanks.
1: Puts us maybe 10 feet behind Zan. And like we said, she's about 10 feet behind the pack. Lukan, there's two of them, and they are 10 feet in front of you. Are they triggering
4: being undead or being fiends? They're not, no. Okay. All right, Lukan's just going to go up and take a swing at one. And I got a 17 to hit. That'll hit. For 20 damage. And then uh, roll a natural one on the next swing.
1: All right, so (laughs) first one... Hits pretty nicely. It screams out. And the second one, you swing it up above you almost. Just kind of get a little overzealous with that swing. Olger up. He's All right. uh, in, in melee with two of them. The one on the right has definitely taken more damage. But it seems like these things are pretty durable. Mm-hmm. They're not staggering at this point or anything like that.
5: Right. You said the one on the right is more damaged? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to try to wrap this up as quick as possible. So I'm going to roll up on that one and take a swing at him doing an ac 28 that'll absolutely hit okay and then some oh i'm so glad i have savage attacker so many ones and twos that was a really weak roll 27 points of damage
1: still does some pretty serious damage it digs into this thing
5: and then i will attack with my offhand ac 17 that'll hit This one's the flaming sword, so I'm just going to follow up slash two points slashing damage and seven points of fire. Definitely
1: doesn't like that. Squints as you get this flame. This one takes a big nick out of the front of his face as he's getting more and more irate. You know, at this point, they haven't actually gotten to do any damage to anybody. They've just been taking it, so they're getting more and more frenzied.
5: I'm going to point at the one with the flaming sword, like, haha.
1: We're going to have the one that just got sliced by
4: Hulk attack him. And then the we'll uh, use protection for that attack.
1: Okay. And I'll so. throw a flare for the one on Luke. Okay.
2: he <laughs> um, have this
5: chain disadvantage going so on. So the, like.
1: the first one tries to bite, and Lukhan just smacks him with his shield. And then one claw is going to land. So he had three attacks. All right. One of them. I'll
5: use my reaction to have that.
1: So I'm going to give you the full. you just have it, okay? so you take 14 slashing damage
5: okay
1: and eight necrotic damage this claw just catches you you get cut but then at the same time it's almost like radioactive this dust that's coming off of it infects the wound as it cuts you the other one is going to attack lukan teeth claw claw the second claw makes it through take 11 slashing and just one point of necrotic then
3: okay. rolled worse. I would like to sentinel strike. He's doing the great weapon attack. He does the great big wind-up haymaker swing, overhand chop, 18. So it'll be 27 points of slashing damage and 8 points of fire damage.
1: Smack, you kind of back him off almost, you know, it staggers him with this hit that comes in from the greatsword. So the two that were coming around the sides, one of them is going to close in on Xan. The other one is charging the relapse because he just got two fireballs thrown on him. He's not going to be able to attack, but he is going to close on the relapse. He's going to dart in. Xan, you're, you're about to get attacked by a different one, but you can, if you want to, use your reaction for a attack of opportunity.
0: Does I use my reaction to flare for Luke. It hasn't been my turn yet again, so... Gotcha.
5: No to Alrighty. self. Don't help your brother anymore. These i <laughs>
0: I'm 21. <Yeah>,
1: <laughs> Relap, you get this. You know, comes up on the two of you. And the other one's coming in, Zan, at you on your right. Mouth claw, claw. One claw is going to get past your shield. We are looking at eleven slashing, six necrotic. You're wearing your ring right now. Yep. yep. So have so three necrotic. Yep. At the end of the trolls' turn. The stuff that's coming off of that troll, Xan, gets in your lungs or something. It would have been 14. You're going to take 7 points of necrotic damage as this stuff is in the air around you. Okay. That brings us to Xan, actually.
0: The one that got past me and got over to Relop, how far away is that from me? Relop's
1: 10 feet behind you, so he's more like 5 or 6.
0: Okay, so she'll ignite Beacon with the White Fire as usual and sweep it in an arc attempting to hit the one that's on her and the one on Relop with Burning Hands.
1: So it's almost like you're just going to take a
0: step back and try to spray out. Yep, she's going to 360 degrees spin with her sword and whip that flame out. So 21 points of fire damage. Nice. <laughs> so they need to both make Dexterity 18 saving throws. This white flame
3: hits them both. They're taking 21. Okay, and they're both burning. Mercury you're up. So I will walk away from the troll that I'm engaging, or even both of them, and I am going to just come back at the one that's engaging Relop and attack it.
1: You're not disengaging though? Like I can swing at you?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. How much damage do I take?
1: So they both bite at you as you go. You turn your back on them and they grab onto your shoulders. Take 22 piercing damage and 35 necrotic damage you sort of tear away from them as you move back to relap.
3: yep and i am going to take a swing i am using the great weapon master attack again well that was garbage 13 14 i don't think it matters yeah it'll miss i will take my second attack well that's better 18 to hit that hits and then he takes 33 points of slashing damage and 7 points of fire damage. The smell just emanates from it as it hits. I'm going to do a pushing attack on top of that. So if he's large, size, or smaller, he rolls me a DC 17 Strength Jack or get pushed 15 feet away from me. I want to push him away from Relop so he can't attack Relop. Get him out of melee. Yeah. But it's the Strength Jack, so he probably pass anyway. You know what? He failed. So you give him a good push, and he backs off. And do I have enough distance to catch back up to him? You went about 20 feet to get to Relop. I'll go another 10 feet and stand between him and Relop. Relop's turn?
2: Uh, I'm just going to whip a Firebolt and hit the one Mark's working on. I got a natural 20, so 21 and 32 to hit. First one is 15 points of fire damage, and then the uh, critical's 48 points. Wow. I'm going to grab back further away from everyone.
1: So these two fire bolts come out, mirror images of each other, and this thing's just staggering. He's largely on fire. We're back up to Lucan, and he's still got a couple of them in front of you that are pretty torn up at this point. All right, take a swing at the one on the
4: right. Got a 27 to hit, 17 points of damage, and then he just shoves the sword straight into the chest of it, hits at a
1: twenty-one, and yep. does eleven points of damage on that one. You slash across it and it sprays blood into the pool around it. And the second one you just drive that long sword straight into its chest and it splits open at the sternum and drops in front of you. Nice.
4: And I'll use protection for the next attack against Hulk.
1: Hulk, one of them just drops in front of you as Lucan's got his sword stuck in it, but the other one's still standing there.
5: I will rotate around behind Lucan again to go to the other side and both swords into the troll, thrusting him.
1: You think you see a little bit of murk in his teeth?
5: (laughs) First one will be AC-23. It's so that first strike will be 37 points of damage
1: That took him down
5: what I'm going to do then is just gut it and just slice it upwards to the sternum and then as it falls down I will use my off hand to just stick the fiery blade because we don't need this coming back.
1: You fire it up and it slides down at your feet Burke, let's go ahead and have that one attack you because that's his option at this point How much damage should I take? So this thing just comes at you, Merc, and you fend it off with your sword as it tries to move itself up. It has moved itself right within your melee. It could sidestep and be within melee of Relop, but it has not done that at this time. It goes to bite in, slashes its claws at you, and just rolled really poorly. Zan, the other one's going to swing at you. I'll flare for the first attack. So the bite misses. They're one trick ponies, so one claw gets through. Mm-hmm. Fourteen slashing damage and eight in your case four necrotic. Just catches along your side, bite, slash, slash, and that last slash catches you, and you can feel your side is wet. Mm -hmm. That brings us to Zan. Okay,
0: Uh, I'm just gonna do a first level burning hands on the one in front of me. Okay, just kind of sweeping upwards and trying to hit him. A dexterity 18 again, only eight points of fire damage on this one.
1: Ooh, I rolled a 20. So four. Still fire, though. Layers up, and it is Merc's turn. You got one fighting you.
3: I know what to do with that. Let's go with the big swing. I do believe an 18 will hit him. Yep. All
6: right.
4: Wait, you just have to believe in the hit?
6: (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. 25, slashing, and 11 points of fire damage. That one just beheads him and cauterizes the wound
1: as he drops to the ground.
3: Can I make it over so to we the were down...
1: Yeah, you could. You could jump over and... Bert comes I'll... to the rescue over there.
3: Yeah, rescue. I come in just with the biggest forecasted overhand chop you ever seen in your life. Rawr. I do believe a 12 misses. You just gotta believe in the miss. And the last attack.
1: Sam, this big sword
3: flies by you and doesn't quite connect. I think I'm going to pull out a new stun. I am going to precision attack this one. Let's see what I get. Ooh. I was able to bring it up to an 18, and then uh-huh. that will be 26 points of slashing damage and nine points of fire damage. This blade sparks
1: as it hits him and staggers him back a step, and you can see that this one's in pretty rough shape. Real up, sir.
2: okay i'm gonna go ahead and try and keep as much distance between me and them as possible and we're both gonna do firebolt again oh uh, no N- no no i i will not be doing firebolt two nope. on one
1: <laughs> these little fire darts go shooting by and miss somehow they corkscrew <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: Lukan, the there's one troll left. He is about 10 feet behind you, really, so you could jump over there. and Khan goes up and gives him a big hit.
5: <laughs>
1: Hits at a 25 for 9 points of damage. 9 points will do it. You come in, slice it in the collarbone, just split it open, drops to the ground. All right, is everyone okay? Merc, you
4: look like you're bleeding a bit. The pain lets me know I'm still alive. Zan, are you okay?
0: Not really, and she's kind of holding her side. All
4: right, Lukon puts his hand on you, a little glow happens, and you're fully healed. Relop, how are you doing?
2: (laughs) I didn't take any damage.
1: Okay, Hulk, how about you?
2: I'm good.
5: I'm good. You sure? Just brushed the dust off my shoulder.
1: So, Hulk, you see that there are bodies in the pools, but these bodies don't look torn up like the ones you've seen. They look young and... Intact.
5: Hmm. Get closer to the water. I'm not super keen on randomly grabbing stuff out of pools right now.
1: It looks like a human woman. You know, there's a few of them. Mm -hmm. The one that you look closely at looks like a human woman, probably in her 20s. They're not clothed. It looks like they've been placed there the way they're arranged. I'm wondering if
5: they fell to these trolls either way we need to get to feridwin now right otherwise i'm afraid this may become common in our realm yeah and you
1: look down at the pool you're standing a little closer to the other pool and you're pretty sure you can see yourself in the water she sees herself in the water Mm -hmm. she's gonna try to reach down into and pull the body out if she can when you touch the water it's gonna hurt seven acid and 13 poison damage. Okay.
0: She's just going to kind of reach in from where she's standing from the side, pull her
1: arms in and grab the ankles and try to pull the body out. Very much looks like you. It doesn't seem to be breathing. Everybody sees we've got Xan holding a,
5: well, I'm and, you know, in shock that it's like but you just don't go randomly in the pool pulling stuff out. Why am I in here? Who is
0: That's this? All the
4: forms she turns into. We have got to ignore this and just keep going forward. This is going to distract us. We need to hunt her down now.
0: If I look I mean, does this one have brown hair or black hair like mine was? No,
4: this
1: one looks like you. It's got silver hair. Yeah. Are you looking around at the other pools or are you just kind of yeah. inspecting her? I'm just going to um, see what other bodies are here, I guess. There's various ones, and some of them are dwarven. You see a few different variations. They're all female, but one of them looks very much like the portraits that you've seen of Sienna Trent. Oh, that's definitely gonna pique her attention.
5: Sienna? T- she's she's doing this as a distraction.
4: This is all a distraction. What if it's she's, her? She's she's trying to mess with our minds.
5: Is
3: that you, Xan? Is that you right there?
4: That I, is, I don't not, know. <laughs> is not you, Zan. Watch. And
3: Mark will shove the sword through its chest of the doppelganger thing. Are you still breathing?
4: Lukan walks over to Zan and puts his arms on both of her shoulders. Shakes her just a tiny bit and is like, Zan, we have to go. All right. And she'll nod and gripping her
0: forearms a little bit as she moves forward with you.
1: So it seems that the only exit is the way that the trolls came in. You step into that room and it just reeks of rotted meat. It smells like a dumpster. It's a nest where these trolls lived. And they were disgusting, rotting trolls as it was. But you look that room through and there's really not anything to be made of it. You know, you can almost not even stand the room. So you step out and everybody puts their hand on the wall trying not to get sick from the smell. And it doesn't help much because you walk out into the room with the pools. As everybody's trying to catch their breath and Holg has got this necklace that pretty much lets him ignore all that stuff. Holg, you recognize that there is a hidden door along the east wall.
5: I'm going to signal to the rest of the party hold up, we have something right here. And I'm going to look first to see if it's trapped or anything and then see if I can find any sort of Mechanism.
1: So investigate for traps.
5: Investigation? That is twenty-six.
1: It does not seem to be trapped, it's just pretty well hidden. You feel like you're on to this place and so you don't think anybody else would have noticed it.
5: Okay. And then I'll just look for a mechanism and try to open it.
1: Make a lockpicking check?
5: Okay. Twenty-four. Click. You open the
1: door and the smell doesn't get a lot better necessarily. But it's a small room. There's another door on the other side of the room. And it seems to be an alchemist lab because there's beakers and vials and that. And it's got this sort of chemical smell as you step in too.
5: Uh, check out the room, see if there's any notes or anything that would uh, give an idea of what exactly are they doing here. And There's a few
1: things written, but most of them are in... You figure it's either Elvin or Sylvan. Okay. Based on uh, the script.
5: Sam, Lucan, does any of this mean anything to you?
1: Uh, let me take a look. It looks like they're working on perfumes and cosmetics. Hmm. There's notes about love potions. It's kind of a weird dialect of Elven, but it looks like they're trying to create enchantments and things like that. Did you find a couple of bottles that seem to be boiling inside
5: the bottle? Hmm. Brelap, are you familiar with any alchemy stuff?
2: Not really, no.
5: Okay, well, let's go ahead and just save these for later then, and I'm going to slip a couple of those bubbling potions into my sack.
1: Zan, make a medicine check. Ooh, I so rarely get to use this skill. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Fourteen total, I rolled low. You think that one of the bottles might have one of those red healing potions we've seen from out west. This looks like
0: a Pyrian healing potion. Their version of the mother's milk.
5: Hmm. Okay. Anybody in particular need of a healing potion?
4: Just hold on to it and use it if you need it.
5: Okay. Let's go check out this door.
1: You open it up? Checking traps first. Twenty-two. Doesn't seem to be trapped or locked. Okay must have trusted their secret
5: door. (laughs) I'll slowly open it ahead of me.
1: When you open this door, it's almost like Alice in Wonderland or something because everything in the Shadowfell is colorless. And you open this up and it suddenly looks like a home. You know, this has been a tree the whole time. And now this looks like you're walking into some sort of living space with plastered walls and wooden planked floors. There are... Little decorative tables along the way, vases and knickknacks, just little things that might be in a household. This is a hallway. There are oil paintings on both sides of the walls. Do we recognize
5: any of the people in the paintings?
1: This is what we've got in the paintings. There are sea monsters on a tumultuous sea. That's one painting, right? There's a hooded figure with a serpent-bladed sword on a rooftop. There are shamblers in a forest. There's a vampire in what looks like a cellar. Kruthix in an amphitheater. And a shadow in a wooden church. This is all of our stuff. And there's also one that looks like a dark fortress. And it has a crystal door knocker in the shape of a
3: gargoyle's face.
4: We need to find that knocker. Khan just leads the way down the hallway.
3: Merck City's that fortress for a little bit. The portrait. And then he'll catch up to the others. It's in relative darkness.
1: And the thing that really stands out is this knocker because it's a relatively lightless painting. It's actually an interesting painting because of the lack of light. But this knocker definitely stands out.
5: Hmm. Just because I have to know, I want to touch the painting, see if it. It feels like textured oil paint. Okay, I was holding my breath because I was like, oh, it's going to pull me in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, once I realize that I am not going to fall into the painting, I uh, shuffle along to catch up.
1: It's kind of a long hallway, almost comically long. There's no reason there's just this long hallway with no exits and you come to a large door, wooden and kind of rustic. You can see light coming from underneath. It looks almost like a fire's burning. Hold. you want to do a quick check for traps?
5: I was waiting for like Merc to just kick the door down, but yeah, let's take a look. Check for traps at 29.
1: It does not even seem to be locked.
5: Alright. doesn't seem to be locked, but I'm going to let somebody else open the door.
1: Lukan opens the
4: door and rushes himself in to stop and put up his shield and sword and lets everybody else pile in behind him. It is a study
1: with shelves, some books on them. There's a fireplace, a couple of comfy chairs. There's a couple of knickknacks sitting on the shelf and one more door on the north side.
3: I walk over and pick up one of the knickknacks, put it in my pouch.
4: Lukan goes over and kicks this door down.
1: Kick down this door, and there is a long banquet hall beyond it. This sort of opulent room of wood and brass, and there's candles along the table. It looks very elegant in a lot of ways, but then there's a few oddities. There's a suckling pig at the middle of the table. There's actually bowls of gems, but on the far end of the table, there are three young women beautiful dark-skinned ladies in evening gowns and they look up at you startled because the door breaks open and they're slack-jawed for a second and they look at lukan and one of them says in dulcet tones are you here
5: for dinner
4: we are here for fair where is she
1: they kind of look at each other real quick
4: come in and we'll tell you Lukan starts walking in in a hurry.
5: Be careful. They might be trying to say we are dinner.
4: I am not scared of them. Is there a door behind them? There's three
1: doors in here. There's one behind them and then one on mm-hmm. each side. Okay, Lukan yells again. Where is Faridwin? So gruff. And one of them starts moving your way along the table. And like I said, they're about 40 feet away. She gets about 10 feet along, which makes her about 30 feet from you, and she changes. She's got this disheveled wig on. She has yellow gems for eyes, and she's wearing a tunic that's lined with gold coins, sort of like an old flapper's dress, hanging from her with all this coin in this sickly old frame. But she's still walking as though she's this seductress moving your direction.
4: Okay, um... He's going to be walking up to the doors, and if she gets in the way, he's just going to swing at her with the sword. So
1: as she's moving up, the other two start to move as well. And there seems to be a point where they step up and they walk in. Zan, shes they're 30 feet from your sword when they change. Beacon is somehow giving you the real image of these women. You've got the one with the gem eyes, and then the other two move up too. And before the first one gets exactly to Lucan... You can see that one of them has this apron that seems to be made of skin. She's got uh, sort of a bronze tiara on with this wrinkly skin. And the third one has blue for teeth. And that one is wearing these silk robes. It's creepy on her old bony frame. She's holding a mug. As soon as she steps into the line, you can see that the mug's made from a skull. But she also has a crystal gargoyle's face around her neck like a necklace. The one gets <laughs> up to you. And she's trying to be seductive. She's putting her hand on your chest. You can't charm me, lady. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> take a swing at her. <laughs> Everybody roll initiatives.
5: Take her hand off. Nine? I go at twelve.
4: Three. Apparently I was quite distracted.
6: I got a seven. Yeah. Two. <laughs> Good golly. Oh,
5: you see that
1: this is about to go badly with Lucan. What would you like to do, Holg? You're first.
5: Well, I'm going to slide up right alongside Lacan and try to slip one of my blades in between her ribcage. I'll be at AC 21. That'll hit. 43 points of damage. Holy cow. So I'm going to come up and I just pierce it through. Hands off the merchandise, lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she screeches out and jumps back away. Doesn't take her down, but she's bleeding from the front of her. she got this gold coin. Just dripping blood as she steps
5: back. And then I'll use my offhand. It'll be AC 29. That'll hit. Taking a wild slash with the flaming sword for two damage and four fire damage.
1: Flares up as you hit and she starts wailing like, ah! Zans up. The one that had the gold coin tunic is right in front of Lucan on the right side of the table. Mm Mm-hmm. The one with the skin apron would be on the left side, closest to you. And then the last one with the silk robes, she's a little bit further behind, headed towards Lucan. So you've got one on the left, two on the right. The two on the right are 10 feet apart from each other. She's
0: concerned about Lucan's safety, so she's going to make her way to be within 10 feet of Lucan from behind. And then she is going to channel divinity, and I'm going to attempt my usual holy nuke. So the Radiance of the Dawn. All hostile creatures have to take a constitution saving throw, 18. I passed. Yeah, you are very (laughs) hostile. (laughs) (laughs) They all failed. Cool. 20
1: radiant damage. That emanates
0: out and she just,
5: ah,
1: and calls. The poor pig on the middle of the table takes part of it, too, and somehow it was hostile. Yeah, (laughs) it was hostile. I don't know why, but sure. (laughs) They all stagger backwards as this light blasts at them and flays some of the skin on their bones. They're all frail, thin-skinned figure, much like you remember, Faradwen. The one in the back with the silk robes, the one with the gargoyle on, screams out, You'll need us to find Faradwen! We'll show you the way! And puts her hands over her face. Realistically,
5: we only need one of them.
1: The one in front of Lucan... Takes a couple of steps back and tries to cast a spell.
2: Counter spell?
1: Go ahead and counter spell. It's just the fourth level.
2: Yeah, I got it. 14.
1: Counter the other one's gonna also cast a spell on Lukan. Counter it. You don't have more than one reaction, do you? Well. I don't think you can keep doing it.
4: Technically, (laughs) he does,
0: actually.
1: (laughs) Alright, noted. Kill the fake Relop. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you get for that? 21. So they try to cast a couple spells (laughs) and the Relop's. Kill it. That brings us to Merkstern.
3: I'll walk around the other side of the table from all this and start walking towards the one in the silk. Lucan, it's your
4: turn. Lucan points the sword up to the neck of the one in front of him and says, then lead us to Ferduin right now, or you will all lose your heads. I'll
1: roll. Intimidation, yep. Roll with an advantage, too. 19. They kind of look at each other all at once. The one with the Silk robes gets teary-eyed. If you imagine an ugly crier, hags are like the ugliest of all criers. <laughs> she says, "We wanted to step up for our sisters and and stop her, but Faredwin somehow overtook goal and we didn't know what else to do. We thought if we joined her side, we could start rebuilding the night witches We'll take you to her. I please, please
3: don't. We may be the last of our kind.
4: No tricks." Just lead us to her. We will get rid of her.
3: Merrick will walk up and face fully the one that has the crystal gargoyle. I think I need that. And I'll just grab it and rip it
1: off of her. She looks longingly at it, like you're taking her baby from her. And she says, is there, is there anything that we'll get in return other than mercy?
3: I will give him a fire opal. It's worth a thousand gold pieces. She
1: looks like you have broken her heart by taking this from her. And you put that fire opal in her shriveled hand. Her hand closes around it. And she looks up at you with this evil grin. And she says, this will do. And you see her place it between
3: her breasts in her robes. I hold Destiny close to her so she can feel the heat radiating off of it. Don't make me come back. Now show us the proper door.
1: She's very tentative in her actions. And again, they all look at each other like they're having conversations in their heads. And they all stop, and they look to your right, to the door that Lucan's standing at. In unison, they say, be ready. She's become powerful.
3: So have we. Lucan
4: mm-hmm. bursts open the door and walks through, ready to go. Door okay. lit
1: up. When you burst it open, it no longer looks like a mansion, and suddenly it looks like the underbelly of a giant tree again, with the roots and darkness. But you can see what looks like moonlight. Beams of it Coming down, and as you step into that space, Zan, your stomach turns. You feel a presence that you have felt for a long time, but now it's right here with you. There are roots, like pillars, all along the space, and these bars of moonlight. Lucania's a, Berdwin, we're here. Come out. The light, this bluish moonlight, gets brighter, and you hear this voice. And it's immediately familiar. This cackling, haggish voice says, Step into the light. I've missed you.
4: Lucan starts walking up and approaching the light. Zan right behind him.
3: Mark will actually start walking out to the right or the left. Kind of like a flanking.
5: Hulk's going to lurk along on the edge of the shadow of the light. Lucan's going
4: to cast Shield of Faith on Zan, so she starts to glow. And she has plus two AC.
1: As you walk up, Lucan, there's a moon in the ceiling. Whatever it is, it looks like the moon is stuck into the ceiling, like a big light fixture. You can see craters and the texture of this moon, the kind of thing that you might see in shadow on a clear night. This light's coming down from it, and it's gotten brighter since you walked in. And this beam of blue light comes down, and she materializes just under the moon at the base of this light. She has this big golden sickle in her hand. And she's wearing robes that you never saw on her before. It looks like Faradwin, but there's clearly something different about her. Her eyes have this moonlight about them. Everybody roll their initiatives?
5: I 17. got an eleven.
1: I got an eight. I got my double one for eleven. The relapse nine. She's probably about 70 feet from you from when we start. But out of the corners of your eyes, you see movement. And four skin golems come darting out from each direction. Skin golems like you've seen before. Like you got the skin mask off of long ago. Ugh. These scarecrow things that are made from the skins of flayed victims. Something flares from her. And everybody that can cast spells... For at least this round, if you try to cast a spell, you need to first succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Oh, jeez. If you do not do that, the spell fails and the slot is expended. Hmm. Ugh. Zan, you actually go first at 17. Well, that blunts what I was going to do.
4: Go for it. <laughs> Zan is going
1: to grit her teeth,
0: have the sword and shield, and she's going to hold on to it. She's standing right next to Lucan. She's going to slowly look over to you and just say, no matter what happens, I love you, Lucan. And then she's just going to charge forward. I'm going to attempt to cast Holy Weapon as a bonus action on her own sword. Two times con saving throw, 18 on number one. Spell goes off, her beacon lights extra big with the Holy Weapon that she usually puts on
1: Merc or Lucan's weapon. It's bonus action and I'll double move. Because beacon allows you to see invisibility, you move up your 30, and then suddenly you see a stream of shadows. There's about ten of them. They're moving forward, and they're coming into your radius. Am I in melee with them after the first
0: move? No, not quite. They're moving your way. Okay. She will do the Radiance of the Dawn yet again. That big Holy Nova will go off, dispelling magical darkness, and will hit them. Constitution saving throws of 18 for them. What's the damage on that? 32 points of Radiant. She's going to attempt to cut a swath through them on the way
1: into Feridwin. Zan goes running forward, and as she does that, the light from her sword shows all of these shadowy figures. And then she just bursts with radiant light, and they all get shredded and dissipate. You just wipe the little ambush they had planned out, and you don't see any more of those shadows. All right. The skin golems come from different corners. A couple of them are not even close to you at all because they've come from the flanks of Ferdwin. Two of them come from behind. They come out of some weird nook that she has set them in for ambush. One of them is going to attack Relop number two, and the other one's going to actually go after Hulk. You get this skin mask monster coming after you, Hulk. Relop, the one that goes after your double there, gets him in melee, but it doesn't do any damage to him. He just swipes at him. Hulk, the other one does get a good hit on you.
5: I'll use my reaction to uncanny dodge.
1: So in that case, it only ends up doing seven points of slashing damage. Okay. Catches you with these claws built at the end of its floppy arms. Merc, you're at 11.
3: I'll go attack the one that's on re-relop. And come in with the big overhanded swings again. 21 to hit. Hits. 26 slashing and 10 fire. That's exactly what you needed
1: to just swipe that thing in half. So you slice it, rip the top part of it off, and it flops into a big pile of leather slash skin. Do
3: I have enough movement to get to the one that's on hog? You would, yeah, because you guys are kind of piled up. I will attack that one. That'll be a mess, and I'll take my third attack at it. Well, just for funsies, we'll do a trip attack on it. 31 slashing and 6 so fire th- damage. That's enough. Slice. Cut it in half.
1: It drops and hold. The face of it falls off in front of you.
5: Ugh, no. You're welcome.
1: Now go do your thing. So hold. The two that were back with the pile of you are taken care of. So we've got two that are moving in, and then, of course, Ferdwin. So there's not anything within melee range at this point. Xan's standing in the middle of the room, approaching the underbelly of that moon in the ceiling.
5: I'll have that way to support Xan, if anything be a distraction.
2: Real aperture really turn. Without being able to cast spells this turn, I really can't do anything. So I'm just going to stay back. But can I use the Crown of Stars?
1: Yeah, you can shoot those off, sure. You got range.
2: The crown of stars goes off, and...
1: Towards Faredwin. What's the damage type on that? Radiant. The other relop sends one of the stars above his head towards Feridwen. It flies across the space, and when it hits her, it seems to do nothing at all. The real relop shoots a firebolt that direction, hits, and it does seem to have some effect. Lukan, you're
4: next. Lukan's going to be walking towards Faridwen and the two skin golems, and he's going to take Tempest out, even though it's already done its lightning charge. As he's walking forward, he's going to throw that at the moon. Rolled natural one.
1: Faridwen is still in the rays of this moon above her. She's going to take a shot at Xan. It's going to affect other people in the group here. She's casting a lightning spell. And as she casts that, everybody in the group has a sensation of lightning coming the direction. You know somehow in your bones that lightning is about to come your way. If you would like to, you could use a reaction to give yourself resistance for this turn for lightning. This is a blessing that you've been given from Vinrod.
4: Yeah, I'll use my reaction for it. Same. She's going to
1: be able to you know, attack everybody in the group, make a dex saving throw, as Chain Lightning comes through the group. Venifer has also given you advantage when spells are cast on you. Mm -hmm. It's
5: not going to matter. I only got a 13 total.
6: I got 19. I got 17 plus 0 for 17.
5: With Lucan's bonus, I got 32. Whoa!
1: (laughs) Your number was 19, guys. The full damage would have been 44. Mm -hmm. If you took the Blessing, obviously you're having that. If you hit or beat a 19, you're having that. Evasion,
5: I just ignore it. So Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So this lightning just bursts through everybody, but thankfully is not as bad as it could have been.
4: I have to roll concentration, right? Since I just got hit. Oh, yeah. If You have a concentration spell. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, too. I rolled a 14.
1: Okay, great. Faridwin calmly staying there, throwing lightning at everybody. She's grinning, focusing on Zan couple of these scarecrow-looking things that are moving in, running your direction. They're still not within melee at this point, though. They're pretty much where she is. Xan, it's your turn. So she's
0: 40 away now? Yeah, you are looking 30. at about
1: 40. She stayed right where she was.
0: Okay. So I will move another 30 forward towards her. And then I'm going to bonus action throw out spiritual weapon. So I'll create a copy of beacon that will sail past her shoulder and get behind her.
1: This effect that she had is not mm-hmm.
0: happening this turn. This is a new turn. Oh, good. didn't happen. I 100% forgot about it, so I'm glad it's not there. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon at a higher level, 4th level. It's going to come sailing out at Feridwin and crit for a 30 to hit. That'll hit. 51 points of force damage That's is crazy. crashing in on her from the
1: Spiritual Weapon. Nice. So this big sword just crack, This huge hit on... Faradwen, just sort of out of nowhere, just appears and smash. Oh. She's been smirking at ya, and mm-hmm. suddenly her countenance changes.
0: And then I'm also going to call a Sacred Flame down on her as she's still charging in. So, dex 18 for Faradwen. Sacred Flame!
1: Yep, I got it.
0: Okay. Yep, that's fine.
1: She's just uh. launching
0: attacks at her.
1: So the two Scarecrows converge on you. Xan. they'd come in from each side. Oh, okay. They swing in with these claws. One claw out of the two gets through. It's a seven point slashing. Okay. You do need to take a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm.
6: Wisdom, huh? <laughs> 21 <laughs> uh, for the never first. Never heard one. of
5: that before.
6: <laughs> you're good. Merc, you're up. First things first, I'm going to do bonus action second wind. And basically erase the lightning damage with a max roll. Because that's how you do second wind. You always just roll max. <laughs> and then I'm going to walk forward 30 feet. I'm going to pull out judgment and shoot the moon because I have a theory. Let's see if I can not roll a one. Roll a total of nine. Your bullet hits it, but it just glances off of it.
1: That means it's Hulk's turn. All right. Zan is being surrounded by a couple of skin golems.
5: I will swing at one of those. AC 21. It's 43 points of damage. Holy
1: cow. So you stick your sword into its face and rip down until it just flops down like a robe in front of you.
5: Okay. Try to stick the other one with my offhand. It's AC 24. It's 5 regular damage and 5 fire damage.
1: It's a little flammable, so it starts it on fire. That brings us to Relop.
2: Bonus action, of stars at the moon. Okay. 15.
1: It doesn't seem to affect. The damage coming off of that spell hasn't affected faradwin or the moon above.
2: Everyone's immune to a rate damage. Announce that, because that seems like a good idea. And I'm going to pull out a sponge and... Cast Abby Delveen's Horde Wilting, 18 Constitution saving Throw. She failed it. 51 points of Necrotic Damage. Yikers. And cast Disintegrate.
1: She's definitely going to
4: pass that one. Okay. Lucan, go ahead. There's two flesh columns or one flesh column on Xan. There's just one. Lucan's going to run over and try to strike him down. Take one swipe. I got a nat 20 on that one, so 23 points of damage. It's like barely hanging by a thread. All right. Does the 17 hit it? Yes. All right. Second swipe. Just cut right through that body. I got a 19 damage on that second oh hit. Oh, yeah. It. Splatter it. All right. Flops in front right. of you. He stands right next to zan and puts his shield up and
1: looks up at Faradwin. Nice. This pulse comes out again. And this round, if you cast spells, you got to make a constitution save. Same story as before. Zan, you are going first okay
0: she'll finish the last 10 feet of movement making her way right into melee and she will come swinging down with all of her might with a sword on top of feridun's head the best that she can (laughs) i will attack with the spiritual weapon first though just to remind myself to do so 22 to hit her 22 hit yep okay 16 points of force damage Zan with beacon rolled a 21 to hit nice Roll the max damage of the longsword itself for 11 points of damage. And then I have 2d8 Radiant. Do I need to roll it? You do not. No, yeah. Okay. Yet. So the bully weapon bonus is not helping with any of the attack.
1: She's got this clownish persona. She's always sort of laughing and smirking and everything. She gets real serious for a second. She's got this sickle that she's holding. It's like she's fending off Zan for just a second. And she points her finger at Relop and she says in Sylvan, which Relop recognizes die she casts power word kill if you have 100 hit points or less she's going to drop you
2: I'm counterspelling go for it I didn't counterspell my alternate me counterspelled 20
1: (laughs) your alternate me saved you Yep. Nice. She gets this pinched look on her face. Xan, she's going to swing her sickle your direction. Sure. So, Xan, you're going to take 15 slashing damage. hmm And it actually gives off radiant damage because there's this moon-based thing happening here. Okay. As soon as you get hit with the radiant, you can feel Lucian's touch. One of the blessings on you. You end up taking only five points of radiant damage when you would have taken twice that. Okay. Merc's turn, right?
3: Yep, yep. I am going to (laughs) shoot the moon again. Maybe I can roll more than what I rolled previously. I got a 16 to hit the moon. That'll hit. And it's going to do a lot of damage, guys. So much damage. (laughs) Seven
6: points. (laughs) Oh, actually I rolled max damage, guys. 12 points of damage to the moon. Ooh. Okay. When you hit it,
1: it shatters off a piece like it's almost made of glass or something, but it doesn't take the whole thing. But when it does that, it creates this bar of darkness that hits her in the shoulder and she steps away from it. She like notes that this darkness hits her. And she apparently wants to be in the light. So I was right when I went for that moon.
3: Huh. I would like to move forward 30 feet, so I should be about 10 feet away from her at this point. And I would like to use my bonus action to to
6: Pirion's boon
3: Destiny, and that will be my turn. And I will choose fire, for the record. Merc
1: has this blessing from Pirion. We've got all these different blessings, and there's going to be extra fire damage in this attack. And it lasts for a minute.
5: Holg, you're up. All right. So, Zan is engaging Feldron. hmm I am going to enjoy adding in on that. AC 29. That'll hit. 45 damage.
1: Nice. Short sword comes in, slashes good, and makes her scream. Go ahead and
5: roll your offhand. AC 16, so... Does a 16 hit fair to one? It does not.
1: It's she managed to dodge thing.
5: out of the way of my second swing.
1: She's wilier than she looks. Relop, it's your turn.
2: Does she have that thing up where I have to do a constitution saving thing?
1: She mm-hmm. does, yes.
2: In that case, I'm just going to do Firebolt from both Relops at the moon. Uh, no. Yeah, no.
6: <laughs> <We> can't hit <laughs> both, both of them? No, 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 no he uh, failed the constitution like, check. Oh.
4: Constitution. So Relop wasn't able to cast anything then. Okay. That brings us to Lucan. I can get into melee with her this round? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, He's going to charge forward and do a divine smite and attack, and he's going to yell, May the light drive out the darkness! 19 to hit. 19 does not hit. (laughs) And he takes another swing. He says, Be gone, you fiend! And I rolled 19 again
1: you got this big old longsword, and this little sickle glances your blows away. Zan, she's going to turn her attentions to you. And so, two attacks coming your way. Uh, Warding Flare the first. I would do protection. With disadvantage, she misses the first one. The second one, Lucan holds his shield up, and she just slides through. He feels like he caught it with his shield, but the end of that sickle comes in and catches you, Zan. Right along the belly, twelve slashing damage, Mm -hmm. and again it's radiant. So I'm going to give you the halved Mm -hmm. seven radiant as she cuts. It lights up a little bit with this moon glow, and she's trying to be vindictive, and you can see it in her eyes. And Relif, make a wisdom saving throw. Seventeen from the moon above you. Relap, this beam of moonlight comes your direction and sears you for ten Radiant. Okay. Now it's answered. So as Faridwen had stabbed her kind of
0: in the stomach with the sickle, I can see Zan kind of grabbing the sickle's handle and pulling it out of the side of her abdomen and just staring Faridwen in the face. It's going to grit her teeth and do a whisper prayer. And all bunch of my damage is going to go away. I'm at one hit point as an FYI. So I'm casting oh, on myself to get myself to 71. Pull the sickle out and toss her arm and the sickle away from her and then whip the sword around, bring the shield up in front of her and say, "I can do this all day." And then <laughs> be ready to go back at her.
3: Merc, you're up. I will close the last 10 feet.
6: Hey, we're going to put you back in the grave where we should have left you. And I am going to Vow of enmity. I am going to attack her normally. Not all crazy like a wild man like I have been. Does a 21 hit? It does. Okay, I would like to do the pushing attack. So she's going to take 24 slashing. And then she is going to take 14 points of fire damage. How do you want to do this? This is it. The blow just comes down and catches her in the clavicle and cuts down through the bone and into the chest cavity. And then I kick her off the end of the blade like it was no big deal. The
1: body flops like a rag doll, and it's almost like she shrinks in front of you. And Zayn, you're standing above this body, and you feel like a weight is lifted. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our website at d4onthefloor.com That's the letter D the number 4 on the floor.com for more great gaming content.
4: We're not going to edit curse words or pervy talk. We're
0: going Uh, (laughs) to the rest of the run.
4: In fact, we're going to import some pervy talk. (laughs) (laughs) Hudson, Hudson go ahead. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, all right. Okay,
4: number two, let's go. <laughs>
3: Are you still breathing?
4: God, I hope so. Lukan goes over and kicks this door down.
3: I taught him so well. I'm so happy. <laughs> He's finally learned the art of kicking doors down.
5: I'm waiting for a trap door to lightning bolt somebody. (laughs) Blow off my leg.
4: (laughs) Take your anger out on (laughs) Faridwin.
1: Brian, stop playing with dice. Okay.